0: Now I'd like to talk to you about a couple other companies that have supported me in my quest to be number one in the world. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But seriously, these are companies that I uh, really feel confident in supporting and that I use myself. So why wouldn't you want to hear about things that I use? So first of all, um, Rubcore Surface. Um, company is a great company that one of my friends is um, you know heading and they do some really cool stuff I have it in my room and I work out on it Uh, basically it's uh, rubber surfacing solutions from pool and patio decks to sport courts gym floors locker rooms kid play areas and assisted living spaces industrial surfacing you know ideal for kitchen workspaces and um, even tra- uh, even uh, perfect I'm reading this obviously I'm not going to remember this on my own so I can't read okay there's no problem here and even equine surfaces for trailers and stables equine how they have helped my training is their sports performance floors and surfaces um, provide increased shock absorption and foot stability for fewer injuries over time, optimal traction and energy return to me for maximal dynamic performance. And on top of all of this, the unique properties of the rubber um, provide acoustic absorption for sound dampening, making it a fantastic option for home gym surfaces. If you go to their Instagram, there's some really cool things that they've done with it. Um, and the poor conductivity of the rubber allows for ambient surface temperatures. So, especially down here in Texas, it makes the perfect solution to walk on in the hot summer months. Hence, the reason this product is used by most of the major casino resorts along the Las Vegas Strip. So basically, if you wanted to get it, Um, I mean, they could even finagle it to put the Go for the Goldie logo on there, which obviously you want because you're listening to this as I talk about it. Um, So head over to RubCore, and um, I have links everywhere uh, for that product at RubCore.com. Simple enough. So head over there for any of your rubber flooring needs. The other product I wanted to push is the On Running brand. I am a huge fan. If you've met me for five minutes, you know that I'm obsessed with the brand. I won't get into it again, but let me just tell you, I wear the Cloud Stratus, I'm obsessed with them, I race in the on clouds, and I actually just got me a new pair of uh, the casual um, the the casual clouds to walk around in because I don't wanna use my racing ones. Um, so if you are gonna get a pair, please don't hesitate to reach out before you order them. Actually, I demand that you reach out to me before you order them. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, Another uh, brand I really want to let you know about is the Poddex product. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but I actually recently got them and I use them on my episodes and my interviews. It's a little segment that I've added here. I still got to get the jingle on this one you'll hear me actually make the jingle up on the fly, which sounds ridiculous, but it's a great way to initiate a conversation and kind of keep the conversation moving along um, with the guests that you have. And just kind of adds another element to the discussions that you have. And um, I really do like them, you know, quite a bit. So um, poddecks.com, that's P-O-D-D-E-C-K-S.com. Head over there and um, they have all different kinds of packs depending on, What kind of mood you're feeling to discuss? So go ahead. I know everyone has a podcast on Earth, so I know you have a use for these. Um, It's about it. Thanks for listening, and here we go with the show. My guest today is all-American boy Nick Martone. Um, He's currently the PGA Hope Ambassador for Western New York, one of 20 in the country. Uh, He's the founder of the Team Fast Foundation, and he's an advocate for veterans, being one himself. And uh, the show today, he was really open and honest, which I really appreciated. Um, He's a really, really nice guy, and uh, he's doing some cool things uh, with his new love of the sport of golf. So without any further ado, give it up for Nick Martone. Get ready to get inspired. This, this is the Go for the Goldie podcast. Hello and welcome to Happy Inauguration Day, Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Today I'm joined by, and this was no mistake, PGA Hope Ambassador and Veterans Advocate, also a founder of the Team Fast Foundation, Nick Martone. How more patriotic can we get than that, Nick? How you doing, brother?
1: <laughs> good, brother. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man. Good? I
0: love the uh, the big American flag. Seems appropriate for today. Always, right? Go America. That's right, <laughs> go America. That's a team I can get behind. <laughs> so right off the bat, tell the people, tell the people who you are. You know what you do, and a little bit about some of the foundation. Uh, you know, let's, let's get right right into it off the bat here.
1: Yeah, you got it. Born and raised, you know, Buffalo, New York. Uh, go Bills, man. Yeah, I bleed red. Bleeding red, white, and blue, go Bills, baby. You know, (laughs) we but yeah, born and raised right here. Um, you know, played, played sports growing up. That's how you and I kind of, you know, met actually later on, but, um, you know, joined the Marine Corps 2006, got out in 10. Um, and then just, you know, years later got involved with such things like you talked about the PGA hope program, you know, founded and started known foundation of mine, team fast, focus always on strengthening our troops and just been, you know, right now, just living the dream, you know, just just loving life and, uh, you know, can't ask for more.
0: So, yeah, I I met you, like you said, later in life, playing semi-pro ball together, playing football. And um, when I asked you to come on the show, you, he. I asked you to make your cover. I was like, so what title, you know, do you want? Like for an exam, example, like Terrence last week was like, you put professional arena football player, you know, or professional triathlete, or national, you know, whatever. <laughs> I actually had to tell yeah. you, uh, okay, we got to whittle it down to two things because I uh, don't have room for what you sent me. But that does not surprise me one bit because of uh, the way that you played on the field and your attitude. I know you're just a, a nonstop, you know, ambitious, go-getter kind of guy, and especially if you're in the damn Marine Corps. I mean, that uh, that, that takes some drive right there. So, I want to go over all everything that you sent me. Uh, you know, kind of piece by piece here. And to be honest with you, I mean, what's kind of crazy and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't know that you were like that even liked golf when I knew you, or when, you know, when we met, have you been like a a golf guy your whole life? So,
1: you know, my dad, my uncles, I grew up around, you know, they golfed here and there. Um, I really didn't get into it. And uh, until I was, you know, in service, Um, you know, I joined in six and it was after my first deployment um, coming, coming off ship, we were on a Marine expeditionary unit. So we had a nice little med float. And uh, on the way back there, we had an actual couple bucks from deployment. So I was like, you know what? We get into the game, you know, where I was stationed at Camp Lejeune, they had 218, you know, whole courses right on base. So, you know, we cut from, you know, formation and be, you know, good for the rest of the day. And, you know, a bunch of us would, you know, go ahead, go ahead and nine if we could, you know, before the sun went down. So that's kind of how I got into it. And I kind of always, you know, was a hacker of the game, you know, never really getting lessons, never, you know, really trying to play, you know, really good, just drinking beers, having fun, so, but yeah, I got into it um, seriously. Just you know, probably 2015. I was I was uh, coming out of a of a PTSD program here in Batavia, New York, um, getting through the mental health side of kind of you know transitioning and uh, from the from service. And um, when I found out about the PGA Hope Program in our section, it was uh, you know I say a lot of times it was life saving. But you know, as you know, because you played sports, you know being you know a part of a team and being in that kind of environment um is huge you know just it's 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 purposeful you know it had you know gave me purpose you know and and that's when I really started to enjoy the game because I was you know looking back I'm not as young as I used to be and if I could I'd still be playing football today you know I'm sure you would yeah. Do, but oh yeah <laughs> it's like you know, golf's one of those, you know, golf's, uh, golf's our life sport, you know, Seth Waugh said it best, you know, CEO, of the PG of America, you know, you can play golf from, from the youngest age until, you know, until the oldest. So, you know, it's something that I, I love now and love spreading awareness about as, as a PGA hope ambassadors.
0: So. No, that's so cool. So, I mean, honestly, man, right off the bat I, I'm so pumped that I got you to come on the show and I'd like to apologize in front of all the people watching which is probably zero but I asked him to be on the show before and it was completely my bad I had the unrealistic expectation I had to live in Buffalo for seven weeks because it was in October and it was, it was from one of my best friends weddings and um, it was when you to do the two-week quarantine and I'm like oh man it'll be easy man I could just take the whole studio with me to Buffalo it'll be fine no problem and obviously it was not anywhere what I thought it was going to be and we had to cancel but maybe they got me on because right off the bat I mean the purpose of this show is to hopefully inspire people to realize that life does not end when you're 21 22 you know you can pick up Hobbies, sports later in life, and still, you know, there's, there's those people out there that are really competitive. Hi, Nick. Um, that really want to <laughs> get that out of their system. And there's ways, and it, I, you know, I think personally, because I know I am this way. It's like unhealthy for me to not get out that competitive edge, you know, and I have nowhere near the experiences that you've had, you know, being in the military and that camaraderie in the team. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I miss the idea of being a part of a team and all that kind of stuff, but that's not even near the same level as what you've experienced. And I think finding these outlets and finding these different channels, I mean, there's a guy... Um, I'm not going to dox him here, but he follows me on Twitch, and uh, he was in the military, too. His name's Onyx. Great guy. Love him. Shout out to Onyx. And um, I know he's dealt with a lot of the same stuff that it sounds like you have. And even if we can inspire in any way, shape, or form, so right off the bat, I mean, you got into golf at, how old were you? You said in 15, right? So
1: When I first started, probably 23. There you go.
0: So picking up a golf club for your first time at 23, and then really getting into it when um, I'd say three, yeah, four or five years ago. So around 30, something like that? Just, just when I started the program, yeah, absolutely. 30. Yeah, and that's, and that's exactly when I got into triathlon, so there you go. You know, you can pick up sports later in life, and if you're competitive, you're going to find out a way to be good at them, you know, so that's – that's kind of the mess. So that's pretty cool right off the bat. But um, that's it, a great lead-in too, because you mentioned the PGA you know, Hope Ambassadorship that you found out about. And of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, I'll start off with that one. So what what does that mean to be a PGA Hope Ambassador exactly?
1: So the PGA Hope Program is, is one of three pillars that the PGA REACH Foundation um, focuses on. So the PGA REACH, um, their three pillars is uh, the youth, um, veterans, And then there's an inclusion and diversity piece there too. So um, specifically the whole program helping our Patriots everywhere um, is just a, it's a six to eight week program that's held. Now it used to be held just for only, you know, um, six to eight weeks here in Buffalo, New York uh, at our headquarters now, which is at Glen Oaks uh, golf course, Timmy Freeze, Steve Barkowski, huge, just huge and, and bringing this program and what the whole program ultimately is to veterans in our area. Um, and it's designed to enhance, you know, the social, physical, mental, and emotional well-being of veterans, you know. Um, Chris Nowak, you know, my my boy, Marine veteran, awesome dude, you know, he says it best too when, you know, he talks about what the game does for veterans and and when you do have, you know, a ball, right, that little ball that you got to focus on and get down, get down each you know, each fairway or each hole, whatever it is. And for that moment in time that veterans, you know, are focusing on that, it's something that they don't have to focus on, you know, or, or the experiences that they've had, you know, through service. So again, for me, you know, again, being an athlete, you know, being competitive, like we played, by the way, you were a beast as a wide receiver brother. You know, I was, I was always trailing behind you. Yeah, and, I don't
0: know about that, and but okay.
1: You, and to, <laughs> Dude, to see what you did you know and and how you started that triathlon is just inspiring in itself too so
0: thank you god bless you
1: man you know so yeah i mean golf again something that i picked up that um you know i love it was challenging and you know i joined the marine corps um you know back in 2006 for a lot of the same reasons you know i needed a challenge i tried to play you know i played a little you know college ball at ecc um and when things you know really started you know I, I planned my dreams were to play you know one day in the NFL or at a high level in football and, and when that started not really being the path I was supposed to take you know did I look back to my grandpa you know my grandpa was a marine he served and uh, lived a great life you know great family um, so I figured you know why not follow in his footsteps so you know but going back to yeah the golf I mean just being the best you know we could be and when i started picking it up through the Hope program just the just the just everything that those pga professionals do and how they volunteer their time and really dive into giving you the best tips tools and and advice they can give on to playing you know good golf is really what i started to take you know and i just you know have been aspired to be a pga professional now i actually took a took my pat Uh, just last year, which is a player's abilities test. It's one of the first steps you have to do to become a PGA pro. Um, You got to shoot a good round. So Holy shit.
0: That's incredible.
1: (laughs) I'm kind of, you know, leaning in that direction, but I've been, you know, being involved in the program and seeing what it does for other veterans is why I, why I've stuck with the program and, you know, and and thank God for Tim and Steve and, and the nomination that I was given to be you know, um, one of 20 veterans, you know, the first 20 veterans that were PJ Hope ambassadors across the country to go back to their respective uh, sections and raise awareness. That's wow.
0: Great. Congratulations, man. There's only 20 of you guys in the country? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, man, like the, the PGA hope program, I mean,
1: I mean, it was first class. I mean, truly like the professionals that, you know, are in our section, I'm sure across sections all over, you know, are really showing, you know, veterans what it means to, you know, lead by example, to be a, you know, a true professional. And, um, that's something that I loved about it too. But yeah, they flew 20 of us out to uh, congressional country club, uh, which was, uh, home of the CIA back in like 1924. So the history behind that that uh, country wow. club was just phenomenal. Got to meet legends like Lee Trevino, another Marine huh. Corps veteran. Lee Trevino, my man. I, I, I tell everybody, I'm like, man, I, I had no idea who Lee Trevino was until I seen Happy Gilmore. I was
0: just about to say he's a star in Happy Gilmore. Is that a golfer? <laughs> he's just a star in Happy Gilmore, that's all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one you know, he'll go down as, you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, shot makers of all time. Um, an incredible story, just a just a treat. I mean to, to see him speak at the Metropolitan Club downtown DC. Um, so the whole weekend was built around not only advanced lessons on on the game of golf through the professionals uh, like Jason Epstein at, at Congressional and Judy Alvarez, um, who are, are huge in the program, they are just doing fantastic things. Um, you know it they the Cohen Clinic actually um, had brought in the mental health side too, which was which was something that I really loved um something that obviously one of the reasons I started a foundation myself because I knew you know the transitioning from military service to civilian you know takes takes time it takes effort um and they tied in a lot of a lot of good points you know through through that weekend and uh you know getting back to be you know just recharged with you know just great knowledge great just enthusiasm to come back and, and keep on doing the good works man it's
0: that's You're incredible, great. man. I'm really proud of you. That's this. Uh, this is a whole world that didn't exist when you know we were playing football together, right? I mean, this none of this, none of this was no. even a thought when when we were playing football together, and that was not that long ago. That was like six no. years ago, right? Five, six years ago, <laughs> something like that. At
1: least at least yeah yeah that's yeah. wild
0: man also like any great you know podcaster uh, my mom dropped in on the chat and uh she says hi nick i'm so proud of your accomplishments so just to, I just love so you, mom. <laughs> i love your mom <laughs> <laughs> well love she loves you too oh. so yeah she's uh she she was very excited to know that i was going to be talking to you today so she's definitely <laughs> watching um so yeah. when you said um when you were talking about uh, I, I don't know if I heard, misheard you, but you said um, you were you know blessed to be one of the 20 people that was selected. Is this the first time that they've done this program, or has this been around for a while? Or So the program, I, and I'd like
1: to say the program started, I think our section was one of the first sections to start the PGA Hope program. And wow. That was back in 2014. Our headquarters at that time was at um, Fox Valley. And back then, you know, 2014, 15, we must've had, we might've had a handful of veterans, you know, maybe 10, 15 veterans tops. Um, and when I got in around 2015, still the same amount, but as the years have grown and, and we've been able to, you know, get the word out. And that's, and that was half the battle too. A lot of the veterans had no idea that this program was available. Um, and being offered as a, as a recreational therapy too, for veterans. So, um, yeah, so just, you know, having this this program, you know, get off the ground. Maybe like I said, 2014. Now, not until let just last year was the first uh, the first inaugural. Uh, you know, national. It was it's the National Day of Hope, and it was uh, it was the first 20 veterans. You know, I got buddies like uh, Randy down in Texas, John in Carolina. Uh, you know, a ton of buddies all all over the country um, that are representing their sections. Uh, and doing great things to spread the spread the word.
0: it's incredible, man. It's pretty cool that Buffalo, you know, was selected to have you know, be a part of it too. So what's what's your Dude. like do you guys have like territories? You know what I mean? Do you cover like Rochester and Erie too, or you know what I mean? are you like Western New York? So our
1: section Yep, our section, Western New York covers Erie, um, Buffalo and Rochester. Um, another huge, you know, huge piece to my puzzle actually as a golfer and just, you know, throughout my life was uh was a PJ professional Brian Jacobs um you know he's a he's a golf academy instructor um I met Brian earlier this year during our winter so one of the things when I got back my gosh this whole last year 2020 covid right it was like just a blur yeah. um, but just before covid hit you know what I did when I got back 2019 august around um was to break up cuz we were only having one um 6 to 8 week Program during the summer, starting in May, and went eight weeks, and it was great. But, you know, being in Buffalo, you, you know, not being able to golf year round, mm-hmm. it was, it was for me a no brainer to say, hey, listen, why don't, why don't we have a winter program? So we're not waiting another, you know, six, seven, eight months to, to get back and meet people. So we've, we've done creative things to, you know, keep, keep the veterans that are in the program engaged, like doing morning roll calls, you know, virtual type, you know, meetings. Um, and we we actually started we did a uh, a winter program just early 2020 um at the paddock golf dome and uh you know did a six-week program there um so yeah it's it's just you know it's been great man. I, I mean i love it
0: that's that's such a cool story and so how long i know you said back when you first started you said maybe like what 10 15 you know veterans were a part of it what do you what are your numbers like like now in western new york we had to close it
1: off and, and in COVID obviously being our biggest year and buildup, you know, we were just coming yeah. off that winter session. We were looking, we were looking at a hundred, you know, plus vets. This wow. year. And, you know, we, we had to cap it off. We had to cap it off. I think around 50, um, just to stay safe and, and maintain that social distancing as we mm-hmm. worked groups and, you know, kind of navigate that, uh, that COVID world with, you know, obviously staying safe. And that was one of the best things too, you know, golf, was a was a huge way to still stay
0: you know active and yeah. play and flex that know, competitive muscle the, you know
1: social distancing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah. um all right so where does where's the uh the team fast foundation kind of fit in all this
1: so you know getting out um 2010 i you know i struggled you know like some vets most vets you know um not having a plan purpose really um you know, got caught up with, with trying to, you know, mask and self, you know, medicate with, with drugs and alcohol. And, you know, not until things got the worst before, you know, I realized I needed some help, some mental health counseling. I checked myself into the PTSD program and getting out of that. And, and, and again, you know, um, reminiscing and thinking about, you know, the times of playing football and the teams and how I felt like how my depression wasn't there. And, and it, and, it, and it says a lot too and, and sports in general says a lot it has a lot to say about you know our moods and how we how we feel you know every day you know i'm getting ready for a marathon you know so not drinking and, and staying on a more strict kind of the uh, regimen you know with exercise and diet you know does does wonders for the body and your mental health too so um but yeah team fast you know redefining it When I got out I didn't I didn't have all the signs. Like nobody gave me a book and said, Here, you know, this is what it's gonna look like for you possibly for the next, you know, five to ten years. Um, so for me I think the education and knowing about certain things first, you know, is you know, has a big big part to play in just everybody's transition, whether it's, you know, slower or faster, you know. I got out two thousand ten, you know, until I realized I needed, you know, solid mental health counseling so i can get through a lot of the stuff that you know i was experiencing with ptsd Mm -hmm. um you know that was like half the battle you know and a lot of veterans don't you know get you know the information that they need to go get counseled or hey we need to get you on a more decompressing type regiment where everything's a little low idle um getting into you know things that you love to do again recreationally we want to be able to provide just the best you know the best you know experiences too and that's That's why I love the HOPE program and what they've done, because, you know, being a part, being able to go to congressional and have that experience now replaces, you know, those bad ones that I had in service. You know, so that's, you know, it's redefining the way veterans, you know, transition, because every veteran went to a boot camp, right? And whether it was, you know, six weeks, I don't know, the Army, I know Marine Corps 13 weeks, you know, when you get out, there's no, there's no post, you know, boot camp. That gets you prepared for, you know, life after service. So that's what Team Fast is ultimately going to do. I mean, ideally, we'd love to have a facility um, that incorporates all that. You know, a little of the mental health, a lot of the decompressing, and a lot of just the education on, you know, what to experience and having, you know, resources and people around and at least knowing about those resources and outlets that you can get in contact with if you're, you know, looking for something else.
0: So know. where does the Some name? Where, where does the name come from team fast foundation so team
1: fast you know like
0: acronyms have, you know uh the military's popular with their acronyms um
1: you know being fast you know literally to grab veterans as they're getting out and pull them in to that team to that family um to network and decompress and, and give them you know kind of what we see as a great transition out of, out of service um, being literally fast to do that so they don't experience down the line, you know, or get lost and kind of, you know, what veterans get lost, you know, because mm-hmm. we're obviously, you know, our goal and mission is to is to cut down and eliminate, you know, that veteran suicide number, you know, mm-hmm. 22 a day. And um, I think I think a lot of it has to do with having those resources and having that love and support through through, you know, vetr- veteran like friendly organizations to do that. Uh, is ultimately going to make the difference
0: man you are doing yeah. some meaningful work man I, that's that's some cool stuff right there congratulations seriously that's Thanks, that's, that's that's great man um thank you so i want to get back to i know you don't want to talk about yourself but i want to talk about you and people want to hear about you so i don't care um <laughs> <laughs> when you talked about um the pat i think you said so yep. i i all right, so I don't want to brag, but I golfed a 95 the other day, so I'm basically a pro, yeah. no? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I golf maybe three times a year, and I don't know where that came from. I think I was just inspired by the Bills, so they did, they're did, they doing their best. I had to do my best, you know, do it for the Bills. Um, with with you taking that test, though, and, I mean, obviously, you, obviously the goal is to eventually, you know, get the card and be able to, you know, go to tournaments and stuff. Um, what is because I I have a lot of golfer friends and they are begging me to get into it and my problem is with triathlon and as you can probably know or you, you know Saturdays and Sundays are usually like your long days you know for for training for marathons or triathlon and those are like your most important days so uh, like yeah. last last Saturday I woke up at um, I woke up at 4:30 I had 12 miles to do before my 7:30 tee time and then I golfed 18. I mean, I was freaking exhausted. Um, you know, the Bills game was at 7.30 that night, so I wasn't going to sleep anyway. You know, I had to keep myself busy, but that's not the standard. You know, I couldn't do that every weekend. Thank <laughs> you. Um, but but go, anyway, going back to all my friends, you know, that golf and everything, they're going to want to hear about this. So, uh, so you know, PAT, what's involved in that? Like, what what exactly does that mean? And what, what were the results of your test? <clears throat>
1: yeah so that so oh my gosh yeah it's it's been great you know and and the pga hope program has been huge because it's it's the only it's the only program taught in the country by pga professionals um so that was the thing you know me getting into, into golf you know i i never really wanted to spend the big you know the big money to you know get with the coach or get with the pga pro and get the lessons um obviously not until I heard about the PGA, you know, program and, I got, and it was getting free lessons, you know, it's a six to eight week program. They, they dive into just everything you need to do to get your game where, you know, the best it could be. Um, so getting, I mean, being, you know, using the tips, using that, getting in touch with, you know, Brian Jacobs and having him really take me under his wing and then coach me up um, to be a PGA professional. Um, you have to go through a PAT. So it's the player's abilities test. Um, that you can that you can go online. I think uh each section, if you have a PGA uh section locally, you go online, you find where the locations are. Now it's back to back, you have to play back to back eighteens with uh with an hour break in between.
0: Walking I'm assuming. And basically every Pardon? Walking I'm assuming. you, you have to walk. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um I, I think no, actually maybe I rode. I think I rode. Okay everybody was separate too because it was still during that COVID type you know right um, time so but yeah you had to play back-to-back 18s and every every course is different but it's usually you know um, a target score that you have to hit for each 18 and it's usually around 77 78 you have to shoot um, back-to-back and then once you pass that PAT you're considered an associate so when you're an associate that gets you into being able to do some of the bookwork, you know, learn the business side of the PGA, um, obviously events and planning and stuff like that. So there's even you know phases through the academic work. Um, some people get it done within 12 months. Um, some people maybe string it on a little longer. But once you finish the bookwork side, um, you get your PGA card and go into kind of uh, the direction you want to go with whether it's retail, um, or owning your own course, or for me um, coaching and teaching.
0: Wow. That's really cool, man. I didn't know that that would, yeah. that, that existed. That's pretty, I mean, it's pretty straightforward too, right? I mean, it gives hope to every golfer out there that thinks they're good. You know, you hear that back to back seventy sevens. you know, <laughs> it's, it's tough. You know, I, you know,
1: never being, you know, uh, in that, um, you know, never, you know, putting myself in that, um, situation, um, Was a lot different, and you know, I mean, the game of golf has just done so much for me, you know, to 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 be able to you know realize, you know, visually see certain things, you know, stay you know patient and composed, and so much translates to my everyday. With it's it's great, but my gosh, so many nerves on that first tee, and it was at a home course, and uh Tim Freeze, you know, the owner Glenn Oaks, he's a he's a PGA Western Europe PGA Hall of Famer. He goes, when you get out there, start betting. You know, he's like, no, you didn't say start betting. No, I can't say
0: <laughs> he goes, oh, he goes, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, can take that out. We'll take that out of the, <laughs> yeah. the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he goes, yeah, start betting. But, I mean, the idea was to, you know, have fun. You know, mm-hmm. here, here's a guy who's, you know, played some of the bigger stages, you know, played, you know, some bigger tournaments. Um, and, I, and I'm sure a lot of golfers maybe that will listen to this will understand. Yeah, you know, some of my best rounds were like, the rounds, I was just having fun, not mm-hmm. thinking about it too much, you know. So for me being my first experience, being my first time being, you know, having to do that, my gosh, off the tee was a par five. You know, I snap hook it right in the woods. <laughs> um so I'm already I'm already hitting three from there. I I ended up getting out of there with like maybe uh I I don't even want to tell my real number, but it was it was a few over the power five
0: you You chipped in no you chipped in i i bet yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but just the nerves you know put yourself in those situations um you know will hopefully uh will hopefully you know better you and and better your game you know because everybody wants to play great you know everybody's got a little foot wedge you know behind the tree still hidden you know two or whatever they would have if they wouldn't have moved it but um You know, golf has just been something I've I've just picked up. I love, um, and the family and people around it too.
0: So, see you have me and you, I've always connected with you because you have that attitude where you're not just going to do something for the hell of it. You know what I mean? If you're going to do it, you're going to (laughs) go all in and that's just, you're going to be good at it no matter what, like no matter how hard you got to try or how much practice it's going to take, you're going to be good at it. I mean, you, I've always like connected with you in that mindset, you know, and yeah, I could I could tell. And and that's why I don't I've been I've I, I, I've I, top. What are they? What's the phrase? Fr- I've dipped my toes in the water with golf because I know if I put yeah. my foot in, I'm just going to dive right in over my head and <laughs> I, I can't handle any more hobbies. I freaking do magic. I would just learn the damn Rubik's Cube <laughs> like I'm all over the freaking place. You know, i seen that trick too.
1: That was good, man. Hey, I you know,
0: it. I actually took <laughs> I took lessons. It was the most it was it was awesome. But I took lessons. This is embarrassing that I'm saying this, but I don't care. Um, I took lessons. The guy, the guy was in Australia and it was over Zoom and it was me, this Armenian chick in Boston and this like really old dude in San Diego. So it was this like really weird group of three people who would never hang out with each other in real life talking to this guy in Australia on Wednesdays. It was great though. And we got along and, you know, we supported each other and we did that, you know, it was, it was awesome. But yeah, so I have actually have a vision board uh, that I put up that I, last show there was nothing on it. And I said I was going to have it filled out this week and there's still nothing on it. So my vision sucks apparently. But, um, (laughs) but one of my goals is to, you know, learn a magic trick every week. You know, that's my goal. Yep. Amongst other, I mean, that's not my number one goal. So, you know, that's not all I have to do this year is I want to magic trick a week. But <laughs> that's one of the goals. Um, but, yeah, so golf is. I love it. But it, it was, you're right, though, when, like, last, I told you last week I golfed with my friends. And it was my buddy's birthday. And, you know, he was just like, we're not going to keep score. I mean, we'll keep score. But, I mean, we'll just keep it real loose. Who cares? You know what I mean? We're just going to hammer drinks and, you know, just just go for it. Who cares? And I wound up golfing my best round that I've ever golfed in my life. And I had no business doing that because I haven't practiced. I haven't golfed since like (laughs) August, (laughs) you know what I mean? But (laughs) I think a lot of it is just loosening up and having that mentality, like just go out there to have fun. I think you're definitely right about that. Um, I was going to ask you too, um, you know, you may or may not be able to share some of this, you know, publicly or whatever, but um, I know you were involved because I was just thinking this weekend, I told um, my fiance Jenny, you, you remember Jenny. Um, yeah. I told Jenny today, I'm like, let's go to top golf this weekend. And then that got me thinking about the Buffalo version of that with, with encore. And, um, I know you'd briefly mentioned it, you know, in passing when I was texting you back and forth about coming on, but, um, is that yeah. still happening? Do you know, or is that like, do you have anything to do with that or? And if, you know, don't say no. anything, that'll get you in trouble if, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I won't, you know, and 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 I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because, you know, Steve, Steve Cole, you know, co-founder of, of Encore Golf, actually, I got, he's uh, he, he makes these beauties, these beautiful Bill's Mafia 17, uh, you know, golf balls. It's actually, it's a Buffalo, it's a Buffalo brand, Buffalo golf ball.
0: After we get Um, off this, I'm going to Venmo you money, and you're going to send me those. Can I buy them (laughs) off the website? Does he ship them? Like, I'll
1: send, I'll send you, I'll send you a link actually. You know, because, yeah, no, they. I mean, it's it's the Buffalo brand ball, man. This this ball is literally, I, you know, I hit it for the first time when I met Steve, and actually a a good another good buddy of mine, John Osberg. I'm wearing a shirt right now. Johnny Osmosis, big shout out to my boy, Johnny O. he's, he's a, he's an Encore ambassador as well as, you know, like, you know, Josh Allen, Josh Allen's a a huge golfer, you know, in the off season. And, um, so I think early on when, when they first came out, I think they, they tweeted it and, um, they put kind of a, you know, what a, what an Encore facility would look like, you know, downtown Buffalo. And I know there was, there was things happening. There was a lot of momentum going into it, but I'm not sure whether they're still going through or somebody else is picking it up. But, um, but, you know certainly the idea you know to have something like that downtown buffalo because down at canal Side's it's just i mean blown up i mean it oh, just yeah. it looks great down there you know near the military park and and just that whole downtown area has, has been great the community has been rallying um so but yeah steve steve colton and encore golf man i'm just
0: that I, would hope, be awesome. I hope
1: they finish it i yeah. hope something comes together we can have a facility down there but you know our um our long-term even views and goals and vision for, for even, uh, you know, Glen Oaks where the PGA section uh, is, is going to be actually um, undergoing some hopeful, you know, some hopeful uh, new updates um, uh, for, for our veterans and the youth and the inclusion, diversity and, and just everything. So we're, we're, we're looking to do some upgrades, even uh, to our section come soon
0: too. That's incredible, man. I mean, it. Yeah. that's, that's what I think, now that i'm like talking to you about all this stuff i think you had the same epiphany that i had you know football wasn't going to be for everything you know especially i mean me and you are the same height We were getting tossed around. We're the shortest people out there. And we're like, for what? You know what I mean? Especially when we were playing arena ball. It's like, okay. I mean, I can't be doing this. Take me back. Take us back to Philly. Take me back to Philly for that tryout, brother. Let's go. So (laughs) I forgot about that. So me and Martone went to the Philadelphia Soul tryouts. And that was some pretty intense shit, man. I remember that. And uh, Ron Jaworski was there. And um, I remember um, because my dad met me down there and um yeah yeah, he was he was still alive then and he went down and he uh we um met I ran up to Ron I'm like I got nothing to lose I'm not gonna make this team I'm down here for the experience (laughs) you know and uh I ran over to my dad or I ran over to Ron and I was just like hey Ron you know I'm a big fan from Buffalo you know and uh he's like oh and he he talked just like he does did you, did you talk to him we've we've the picture with him right well your daughter was picture, tiny yeah but briefly yeah and he talked just like he does on uh well when he did when he was on ESPN you know oh how you doing son good to see you. and he ran and he's like he's like who are you down here with and I you know I, I told uh told him my dad and he I pointed him out and he ran right over and talked to my dad and introduced himself so that was pretty cool that was uh that was a moment i'll never forget but yeah we got that picture of me and you with our bills hats in front of the uh the eagles practice facility Ooh. i remember that <laughs> that was awesome heck
1: yeah heck yeah man
0: so that's I, huge
1: dude i mean that's I, take me back man i you know I, I was talking um you know a buddy of mine eric you know he uh you know co-founder of buffalo logo buff logo um i i just golfed with him last day but he he actually put um you put something together at, a, at another buddy's place of mine, Jesse, Buffalo Golf and Social. And uh, actually, the special guest at this golf place, we were doing it, you know, closest to the pin, but Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson was there hitting golf shots. You Come know, on. I think he was just getting in the game. So I get there and, and we're hitting, and Stevie's hitting shots. And, and I end up, I don't know how, I end up winning this, you know, closest to the pin contest there. You I know, don't know how a, he's trying free... to get
0: his pro card. He doesn't know how he won though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot of good sticks there. You know, there was a lot of good guys that were hitting good shots, and and uh, so long story short, I, you know, I won it, and we, you know, Stevie gave me a, you know, a why so serious shirt that Buffalo goes, you know, has, and and him and I were talking about it after, and we just the way we were talking, and 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 you know, talking to an athlete, a guy who's been there, you know, and uh, you know, I've I've watched and. I had the audio book of uh, "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins, and I think he talks about this. Um,
0: another Buffalo lot, guy, by the way.
1: Another Buffalo guy, David Goggins. Shout out, he's he's an animal. But that dog mentality, and I yeah. think going back to you know playing and stuff. You know, we had such a such a cool conversation about just that mentality and 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 what that does, not only on the field, but you know, for off.
0: Yeah. You know yeah. everything. Well, that's, and that's what I was going to say is I think that, I think that, you know, me and you had that epiphany where, you know, you have to be self-aware. I don't like the person I am when I'm not working out or not competing or training for something. I just, I'm self-aware like that. I know that I have this like infinite energy. I don't know where the hell it comes from. Like, I'm nuts. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, am I know I'm nuts, you know? And Luckily, Jenny understands that too. So even when we're on vacation I'm like I'm going to go run and she's like all right, see you in a bit. <laughs> and I get it just cuz otherwise it's just like I'm all ramped up all day and I'm a, a lunatic, you know.
1: A lot of energy coming over here, a lot of a lot of energy yeah. coming out of these two guys right That's here. That's right.
0: Yeah. That's right. It's The Italian nonsense, you know. <laughs> so I, I um I did want to ask you though. So I did want to talk to you about your marathon training. So the, with, all right, so you're doing the Buffalo marathon. What is there a yep. reason or are you just deciding that you want to get into running or what's going on so i'm you know again
1: high energy right like yourself i'm you know i was sitting down um just coming back you know from from dc from my trip you know uh, to dc and um sat down with steve barkowski our executive director and uh you know he great great guy just so much so much for our veterans he does so we're sitting down we're kind t- of talking about maybe what the you know what the next year looks like for for fundraising and, and raising awareness. And I, I forget how it happened, but we were at Grover's. Grover's in Buffalo having those juicy burgers. And uh, Oh, yeah. My gosh. And transit. He must have said stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Let's go. He must have said something along the lines like, um, well, we can always do the marathon. He said marathon. And, and the year before, we did a 100-hole marathon, uh, which is, you know, different clubs do it different or different fundraisers do it different the way they – do the 100 holes whether they do it throughout the day or they do it as fast as they can or if it's like a leapfrog thing or but so when he said the marathon i think he was talking about you know doing the 100 hole marathon again you know this upcoming year and i took it as he wanted to run a marathon so me thinking that he said he you know running the marathon i i go i'm in i go i'll run a marathon, you know. It, he goes, no, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. He goes, <laughs> he goes, wait a minute. He goes, no, I meant doing the hundred whole marathon. I go, Oh, I thought you were talking about running a marathon cause I was down for that too. He goes, we sat there in silence for a couple seconds. He goes, you know what? That might not be a bad idea. He goes, if you run a marathon and you're, you're going to go a hundred percent in, he goes amen. And I go deal. We shook on it right then and there, you know, early, early, uh, I mean, even, I think it was maybe December, 2019. Um, we shook on it there a week later we brought in a buddy johnny um and he and he was he was our other team member he was into it has a great story and we've been training ever since again obviously the buffalo marathon got canceled right, you know right. 2020 so you know we pushed everything back now and and uh i've been training you know my gosh you know i i don't think the last time i ran more than three miles was was in the marine corps you know i was in the military
0: that's amazing so, man that's amazing well i'll tell you what what, um, I'll see if I can't hook you up with maybe a pair of shoes. Uh, cause I, I don't know what brand you, run, well, what brand do you like running in? I, I got a pair of uh,
1: Brooks on right now, the
0: Brooks as it ghost. Yeah. That's the, that's a neutral brand. Um, that's a, you know, mid cushion neutral shoe. I know my shoes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a little bulky. I know my buddy's into it. He, I mean, he's, he's got four different pairs of shoes. And I'm I'm just trying to put miles on my legs and on mm-hmm. these shoes. Well, I'll see if I can't print. get you.
0: So I used to work at um, when I was when I was playing ball with you. I worked at a yeah. at a store um, is a is a running shoe store in Buffalo. So I learned okay like it, it was it was a run specific uh, specialty store. So I learned Flee-Fee? about all the yeah yeah yeah. So I learned about Flee-Fee? all the different brands uh, right over there in Delaware. <clears throat> Shout out to Fleet yep great store if you need shoes go there Um, but I learned about all the different brands because you know it's basically the reps come in and you know they give you you know like they seed pairs they're called to have you test them out wear them in the store you know you're on your feet all day and um, I was the outreach and training coordinator so I basically you know was really knowledgeable about all the shoes so I could suggest different shoes for different body types or people or you know different running styles and all that kind of stuff and I fell in love with a brand called On. Um, I don't, I post about them a lot because I'm annoying, but yeah. I really like them. You know, if I really like something, I'm not going to shut up about it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. especially when you're running sub sixes, what do you? Well, you know, you just you move your legs. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're flying. I love it. Man. But um, yeah, I, I, I fell in love. I fell in love with On and, um, you know, I just kept just bought all their shoes and then um last year i was the first year i actually became an official part of the on run crew so um they provide you with you know all different kinds of shoes and they make clothes and you know running shorts and all that kind of stuff and uh yeah it's been really cool and i've developed a relationship with the representatives for the dallas area and um you know 2020 sucked because i couldn't go you know, they, you represent them, like, at the big marathons in the area and go to different running events at the different stores. And, you know, none of that happened here. So it was kind of a wash. But, you know, hopefully I get it again this year. But, um, yeah, I'll see if I can't get you a pair. Uh, yeah, You can test Dude. them out and see, uh, you know, well, you give me some golf balls, I'll get you a shoe. How about that? Heck, yeah.
1: somewhere <laughs> on the way, brother. You got it. Absolutely. And that's the thing. You know, my buddy, John, you know, Fleet Feet, he's like, yeah, we'll get you socks because socks play a big part of it. Big that, part. You know? Oh, yeah. And just getting, you know, my my soles and stuff like that. So, you know, as I get into it and as I run more, you know, I'll probably see what I'll need. And I think these are, they're a little heavier, I want to say. They're on the heavier side. So I don't know, you know. I felt that way too. I'm definitely going to have something new. Yeah. I mean,
0: something lighter. On is, they have what's called a little run pods in them. So when you run, the, instead of the whole shoe bowing, you know, the shoe, the little pods absorb at different angles as you run so it's a real soft but they're not as bulky i mean they're the lightest shoe out there so i mean opposed to like i mean you know those toe shoes and all that nonsense that you know you want yep. to run in but yeah they're they're great i mean i'll shut up about them but yeah i'll see if i can't get you a pair yeah. man because it's especially for like a cause like you have um you know they're always looking to to do you know in, inclusive you know um you know have ambassadors like you so yeah we'll see what i can do for awesome. you there brother Dude, you're the um, best, man. so how's the training been going i mean you ready what uh what's your longest run been so far have you done the like a marathon yet at all or
1: so last year you know working up hard you know once we got the well once we got the no-go on the buffalo marathon right. you know um, a lot of some of the team kind of just said all right they stopped training um you know myself and another guy you know another guy kept on really you know training for the rest of the year and i helped him uh finish i think his his first marathon um just a week or two i actually rode a bike uh, i posted about it but i did see guy, that i did see that you know good you know one of my best buddies here you know johnny osberg and, and he uh you know he, he continued training continued diving in like he just didn't let up you know and and he was actually you know a big part of his story too was you know he went sober um you know earlier in the year you know in regard you know with while training and just everything he made a complete lifestyle change um so it was coming up on the one year anniversary of his of his sobriety
0: that's great and
1: he figured mm-hmm. he'd run a marathon so i was with him for that so he's he's huge and just encouraging me getting my runs in getting in longer distances the longest i ran was actually last year when the Buffalo Marathon was supposed to be held. Mm-hmm. I actually got out. It was. It was. And I don't know what conditions are ideal or best for marathon running, but I'm guessing it's not like 95 degrees humidity. Um, not great. And I, and not I, great. <laughs> <laughs> I I took off midday, noon, at, or you know 12 o'clock, oh, and I and I headed out. I Brian, I must have got 17 miles, and my body just,
0: just yeah. shut down. That's about the spot too. That's, that's about where the breakdowns happen is at that seventeen really? mark. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's not a joke.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, you know, I, I, and I you know, and it, and it goes back, going back to, you know, looking back on how I was training and how I was, you know, building up to it. It wasn't where I needed to be. You know, my training wasn't where it needed to be for me to, you know, really, you know, finish the 26 to it. So you know, a lot of that falls back on just the preparation and training. Which so what you're you know, saying is, right. uh,
0: you're what you're saying is you happy COVID happened because it got you out of the marathon. And uh, wow, you're an ass. <laughs> I won't
1: I won't mention any names, man. But I'll tell you what, when COVID hit, like our team was
0: ghost. It gone. depleted, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're out of here. <laughs>
1: they were like, "Thank God!"
0: Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you that it it takes. Uh, I've had to change my mindset because when I first started getting into this, like those morning runs, like when you got to get up on a Saturday morning when it's cold, because if you're training for the Buffalo Marathon, you start in the winter. So you're running in snow. And when you wake up on a Saturday morning and it's like 30 degrees and you got like 15 miles to hammer out, you're like, Ugh, why am I doing this? <laughs> it's been great. Well, you know what?
1: And, and thanks to you too, because you know, you know, following you and seeing you and how just every day the commitment is there. It's just inspiring. I mean, behind me, I just bought my first. I bought my first tri bike. Dude, that's sexy.
0: That's sexy.
1: End of of last year, uh, you know, a little felt. I think is it felt? Yeah, felt. Um, but man, just to get, uh, just to stay, obviously indoors and get the cardio in. Yeah. I mean, biking's been a huge part of just keeping me, keeping me, hopefully, on track.
0: We got to get you Um, on Zwift. I uh, I ride my bike on Zwift every day, and we can do group rides and stuff, and we can talk together and. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually, uh, I'd love to. So one of my goals this year is I want to start fundraising, too. Because um, on Twitch, you can actually fundraise. They have a kind of a, uh, a conduit for you to do that. Um, okay. So I want to start doing, you know, maybe like a century ride here and there or, you know, some kind of challenge where, you know, or, you know, a marathon bike ride where it's like, you know, if you pledge a quarter for every mile I go, or, you know what I mean? It's just, just some kind of yep. idea. And I go as long as I can, you know, I want to do some, start mm-hmm. doing some kind of stuff like that. Um, so Absolutely. I wanted to, I, you mentioned before we got on and I told you to shut up because I wanted to talk about it on the show. <laughs> so you were talking about, I mean, I know cause I live here that the PGA is moving their headquarters here. And then you mentioned that there's some kind of job that opened up in this area. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah, my buddy, uh, Steve, you know, just you know, he texted
1: me the other day a link, and he said, uh, "Hey, take a look at this. It was a job opening." And uh, Laura Miller, Laura Miller was, uh, I think, she was our national PGA lead. Um, really organized organized our our national, I think, Day of Hope, and um, we have we have great great people, uh, you know, in national and and Frisco now because they moved headquarters to Frisco. Mm-hmm and uh yeah so that she she had happened to uh take another position somewhere else and the job opened up so man my buddy told me he goes hey why don't you apply and i was i was thinking about it i mean this is obviously my you know my path this is where i'd love to stay you know it's where my heart is Mm -hmm. um it's what i love to do and uh so i'm like well you know it's of course all right well let me see if i can apply and i you know so my buddy steve told me about it i I called, uh, you know, uh, Chris Noack. I said, is, "Is there a job opening in Frisco?" And I, I, I'm sure he doesn't want my energy in there. And he's <laughs> like, "I think so." And, I, and he's like, "Yeah, apply for it. you know, just hopefully you know, you know, we're, we're you know, it's going to be open for a little bit, but again, it's it, it'd be a national PGA lead position." And I and I moved down to Frisco and and again doing you know doing a lot of what I'm doing now, but but on a national level, and national stage, and, and getting you know more things uh, available and, and provided for veterans is just was just a love of mine, you know. I love it, and the and the reason why I'm, you know, running the, running the marathon, you know, it's it's yeah. for the cause. It's for it's for my brothers and sisters I served with, uh, you know. So I couldn't find a better a better reason to run a marathon.
0: That's amazing. I mean, uh, I don't know. Name a better like candidate, right? I mean, you've you've been in the military. You've <laughs> been serving them. You've you know served with the PGA now. You know what I mean? You're trying to make a career in that. You've made connections. So, I mean, selfishly, I didn't want to talk about it before we started because I wanted to ask you here. I You don't have to answer me now, but yeah. I don't know if you saw recently, um, I played in a flag football tournament at Cowboy Stadium. I did. So we're playing in one again on April 9th, or I'm sorry, April 10th and 11th. So I'd like to offer you a spot on the team if you can make your way to Frisco. You could kill two birds with one stone. You could check out <laughs> Frisco. You could knock on the door of the PGA and be like, hey, hire me. And then we could play some football and scratch that itch you got I too.
1: Did. Oh, my God. Now, you guys won that thing, didn't
0: you? No, we, uh, we won our first couple games. We were the two seed going into the – so how it worked, it kind of – it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. I don't want to take away from it. But the only yeah. thing that kind of sucked about it was me and my buddy Devin, um, He we signed up as free agents. So you basically go into a pool and then they divide the teams up by the free agents and okay. they divide it by like your skill level and what you put down at least and, you know, what position you are. You say offense, defense, or like I'm a quarterback. So our quarterback was Nat good and – our team wasn't that great you know but we um so right after though like we got off the field at Cowboy Stadium and we're like we're putting a team together we're putting a team together so the, the team <laughs> this year. so we have we have nine people and it's a team okay. of 10 so you would be the 10th if you wanted to play with us so it's yeah. let me go over the team with you it's a pretty good team so it's no. me it's me Devin Devin's sick. He had a couple interceptions, and he's just a playmaker. He's my boy from California. Um, My buddy Lorenzo, who is a ridiculous athlete. He's a soccer player, plays at high level. Um, Remember Juice and Trey? Juice and Trey? They played with us on the The Gladiators. Yeah, the brothers. (laughs) They're coming down here, so they're going to play with us. They they have they have their own trucking company so they can like work it into because they travel across the country yeah so they're coming down my buddy danny who got drafted by the diamondbacks and played like 10 years of minor league baseball um who else we got we got um um, we got terrence terrence coming you know i I asked him last week on the show that's why i wanted (laughs) that's why i wanted you guys back to back on the show Um, and then, um, this guy, Sydney, um, this guy, Sydney, I actually met playing foot golf in Buffalo when I was home. He is a like crazy good athlete. And when I posted about it on Instagram, he DM me is like, sweet invite, bro. And I'm like, you want to know the next one? He's like, yep. So he's going (laughs) to be playing. And we have this crazy good quarterback. He's played flag football. And if you look at his Instagram, the dude's just like constantly doing like footwork drills and he's jacked and he's he just moved here from detroit and um yeah he's a he's a football he's a high school quarterback and he's played a ton of flag football so that's our squad man we got a good team so if he you can make it down here you're the invitation's open brother and, dude, uh, we're gonna
1: connect sidebar. Yeah. We're gonna have offline. We'll we'll definitely talk. And I'm, I, dude, if I can, I will absolutely. I'll you send you yourself. the link.
0: I'll send you the link. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right. So the, this good. is my new, this is my new thing I like doing. All right. So I bought these things. They're called pod decks. Yeah. So I figured we've been talking about golf. We've been talking about what you've been doing. These things are just random questions. All right. So this is going to be a new <laughs> part of the show. Cause people want to okay. know about you personally, you know, they want to learn a little bit more okay. about the, uh, you know, what, yeah. what's going on in Nick Martone.
1: Absolutely. I like
0: it. So I'm going to shuffle them up here. Okay. And, uh, I'll eventually get a jingle <laughs> for it. Uh, we don't have one now. So I'll just say like, question okay. questions with Goldie. There's <laughs> someone it. Right. <laughs> Dude, That's it.
1: Awesome.
0: I think right. we should just
1: put that back and, and replay that.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. So <laughs> here we go. You ready? You got it. question one. Boom. If you could be, Oh, I asked that on the last one. Okay. We'll do it again.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Here we go. This is, ooh, this is a good one. What technology do you wish existed? I'm seeing technology? these for the first time too. So I have, Gosh, I have no technology answers. I wish existed.
1: Oh, I, I don't know, you know, we're, we're doing something here in Buffalo, um, you know, a can drive, you know, um, some of the people, you know, we've just been connecting with have just been so supportive and, and actually at the, you know, golf course, we have this huge, you know, huge trailer, just put right on the, you know, right in front almost, um, that people can come drop off cans, you know, to to uh, to benefit our, our program, the PJ Hope program, Team Fast, focus always on strengthening our troops. Um, so I said I, I'd say because you know when the first idea of you know because because golfers right when guys go out they're drinking beers they're tossing them in the garbage well the garbage now gets thrown out and apparently if the, if it's in the garbage I don't think at the garbage they're they're re-recycling these cans it all just goes in the garbage so I guess if there was a technology to come out it'd be a better way to separate you know, the cans and trash and actually have those cans being, you know, redistributed to, to, you know, fundraisers or organizations that are doing, you know, great things and, you know, for great causes.
0: No, that's great. I think that'd be a cool technology wow. there. Because Off the I'll top tell of you your head going- too. That's impressive. It seems like you thought about Go- that for a long time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, you know, it just, it makes sense. Cause you know, like when, when we first were introduced, you know, my buddy's like, Hey, you know, there's a couple bags of garbage back there. And he's like but there's a lot of cans in there too. So I'm like, heck man, you know, hell with it. You know, I'll go through the bag, see what we can get with cans. And we've been doing little things to slowly obviously just, you know, help help our community and help our help Mother Earth out too
0: while while, you know,
1: separating the cans and then putting them to a good place.
0: So That was good. Wow. That was a great answer. I'm impressed. Good technology there. I'm impressed. <laughs> Who says concussions make us dumber? <laughs> I was gonna say stupider. <laughs> so apparently they do to me. <laughs> Okie dokie. All right. That's awesome. Let's skip that one. We did that one last week. Here we go. What day would be your best day ever? Oh, uh, what day would
1: be the best day ever?
0: I don't know. I you know
1: just I think maybe even tying COVID and what it did to you know separate everybody i think i think a great day would just be you know without fear without you know anybody worrying about getting sick you know having having family and friends you know you know all come together you know um i remember as a kid you know we used to have you know family reunions right with all the extended families we'd get together and we'd have volleyball going or you know uh playing on the playground i think that'd be a great day to have you know all my family and friends together in one spot maybe it's maybe it's uh Maybe it's the Bills Stadium, you know. Since we're off to the playoffs, but have a huge family gather. I mean, I think that would be that would be one of the best
0: days. I was gonna say that's a cute answer, but the right answer is three weeks when the Bills win the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> <laughs> heck
1: yeah, heck let's, yeah go. let's go, let's go, mafia out here,
0: dude. I love it. So all right, so if you were to cut, if you were to die and come back, but obviously you never will because you're Nick Martone. Um, if you were to die and come back as a person or thing what do you think it would be a person or what What was that a person or a thing he hot dog Two is in here and says what's up hi he hot dog Two. what's going
1: on <laughs> what's up what's up person or all oh, man that's a tough one uh person i mean again just because it's 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 recent you know uh mr martin luther king jr you know um person talk about inspiring talk about a person who just you know stood and believed and just you know something bigger than himself too and you know i think this country and having you know today being inauguration day you know having having more people you know to to inspire you know just more love and and uh and every and every family and everything that you do i think he'd be a good person especially since we celebrated his uh his day just this past monday so it. Martin
0: Luther King man that is some uh, that is some inspiring stuff man I was going to say like a bike or something so okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to stay relevant I'm trying to give you the (laughs) best that was
0: good that was good no I I like that I mean let's hope it ends differently for you right I mean we don't want it to end that way but yeah no that is that is a sweet no that's a good sentiment man that definitely is uh, definitely a good sentiment Um, so what's the worst job you've ever had this is a good one a good one yeah
1: a good one. I, i've had some i've had some pretty tough jobs you know in the marine corps uh and also out um i'd say the worst job um oh boy that's a good that's a real good one i mean you try to do everything with just enthusiasm and right you everything i'd say i'd say doing those cans was pretty tough you know yeah i mean always in the back of my head you know you always know it's going for a great cause and great stuff but man like you'd be surprised like how many people are just throwing trash and cans
0: and yeah man with that when that stuff's old and sitting nobody that's stinky dude yeah yeah that's that's gotta be tough you gotta keep telling yourself why you're doing it right like i'm doing this for the good of the (laughs) cause i'm doing it for the good cause
1: keeps me in the fight you know i'm all probably got the gloves and the mask and everything else but that's you know sometimes you know our worst uh, our worst things you know are the best you know give the best you know outcomes you know so, yeah
0: i love it that's yeah. a great answer i'll i'll tell you i i was an expediter do you know what an expediter is expediter expediter so it is literally one of the worst jobs imaginable um it is a, so you're the link between the kitchen staff and the front of the house and the wait staff so okay. I did it at a pretty major burger chain. I don't want to mention them, okay. like, but they give away <laughs> they give away free rife, free, uh, free French fry refills. I still couldn't say it. Um, so right. as an Good expediter, food. you know, like you basically are standing around until the rush comes, and then the rush comes, and then it's just chaos for yeah. like an hour and a half, two hours. And then just as fast as it comes, it goes away. And there's nothing you can ever do to avoid or prepare yourself for that three-hour, two-hour rush. And when it's coming, you're getting it from every angle. The, the kitchen staff is yelling at you. The cooks are yelling at you. The, the waiters and waitresses, they're yelling at you. And everyone's coming in. They want their food now. And on top of that, with the free French fries, I, I did this in, when I was in North Carolina. And... There was, uh, you know, there's a pretty thick accent that people have in North Carolina. And yeah. the guy's name was Domino. I'll never forget it. I have no idea what his real name was. All I know is his name was Domino. And he kept saying he would say Fry Phil as, Fravi? Fravi? He would just keep yelling that right. at me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know <laughs> what you're saying, man. Like, I never could, Like <laughs> So he used to get so angry at me. And I'm like, ah. I can't help you man. I don't know what you want. I I I just can't help you, dude. And he's like, Fry for you. Fry for you, bruh. Fry for you. I'm like I, I don't know. Just say use words. I don't know what you're saying. But that was it was just like so stressful every day. And I'm like, for what? I'm just in a burger joint. And then I would like you did you did tip share, but you'd go after the waiters and the waitresses to get your share of the tips, and they'd be like, Well, you didn't serve the food, so I'm not, I'm only going to give you like a fraction of what. And I was, that was, that was the most I couldn't wait to leave okay. that place. I think this is five. I, have you been paying attention? I haven't been paying attention.
1: Or, yeah, this was five coming up here. And yes.
0: Okay. All right. Let's find a good one. <laughs> Let's see. Jobs. That was a good one. Let's see. Um, this is a good one. What are you most excited about right now? What am I most excited about right now? What are you now? most excited about right now?
1: It's got to be the Bills, baby. Let's go. It's got to be the
0: Bills, baby.
1: I mean, you know, the Bills going to the AFC Championship, you know, it being 26 years,
0: you know, since
1: our return. I mean, you you have to – you know, I I don't want to say, you know, i I seen this coming, but to see, you know – mcdermott you know talk and you know what he's always preached and and just the culture in which he's tried to bring the buffalo for the past few years
0: yeah seeing you
1: know josh allen's progressions and how he's just i mean that kid's i don't want to say hall of famer but i do want to say you know just a hall of famer i mean he, he's beaten jim kelly's records yeah you know um just this is the just the beginning, hopefully. <laughs> Dude, the beginning, man. I mean, this this city's on fire. I, you know, last week when we beat Baltimore, I'm sitting there. I'm 100 miles an hour right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going. And it and it suddenly hits me. I'm like, oh my gosh, the city's got to be on fire right now. Yeah. So I I grab my bike. I take it off the trainer. I ride down. Now from me, um, and thank God it was a nice night. It was a good night. So I took off from where I am downtown. It was 11 miles straight there you know, cut through near Delaware Park, hit Main Street, boom, I'm down there. Now I get there, there's cars driving around the horn, cops have already blocked off, you know, kind of where to get, you know, in front of City Hall there. But there's people on the stairs, people are going nuts. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get out of there, I go up towards Allen, Allentown mob, the guys are doing burnouts in their cars, people jumping through tables. I mean, it's, it's an exciting time, oh you know. To, to I be got in chills, Buffalo. man.
0: I saw, <laughs> I saw the video of uh, Allen and Elmwood. the The cops like blocked it off, and they were jumping through tables in the middle of the street. I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is just so long. Our poor city.
1: <laughs> I had to see it. I had to see, it. and you know, it's 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 funny because like all the old, you know, all the old Bills fans that remember really the '90s and that, you know, have just had just you know, for so long this, this, this mindset of oh well old Buffalo's gonna do it again and you know, it doesn't feel that way for you know for my generation, our generation yeah, yeah. and even the younger guys, you know, the younger kids that are seeing, you know, us play some really good football right now and just bring you know, put it all together is just uh it's it's awesome, man. It's awesome to see.
0: You know what's cool too is all the people that I've met down here, um like Devin, I was telling you about he's a Green Bay fan and um, you know, one of my friends down here, he's obviously a Dallas fan, being a Dallas. And, yeah. you know, we Dallas is a place, especially Frisco, that has grown so much that everyone is from somewhere else. Um, yeah. And I've just been known as the the Buffalo guy, you know. And, you know, two years ago when we moved here, they, it was the one year in the past four years they haven't made the playoffs. You know, they made it that miracle year, and then the year after that they missed it, and then the past two years they've made it. And I don't know if I've ever told you this. It's pretty wild. Um, When I worked for FC Dallas, um, the owner of FC Dallas, um, it's the Hunt family. They own the Kansas City Chiefs, too. Really? Yeah. So Lamar Hunt. This is a pretty cool story. Lamar Hunt um, is from Dallas. And he wanted to buy the Cowboys back in the day. But obviously, the Cowboys, well, maybe not obviously. Back then, the Cowboys weren't that good. And... He was really young, so they decided to not give it to him. They decided to give it to, um, I think it was Jerry Jones at the time, maybe someone else, but um, he got pissed. So he made his own team, the Dallas Texans, in the AFL. So the Dallas Texans were competing for market share in Dallas, and Kansas City didn't have a team. So then he moved the Dallas Texans to Kansas City, and the rest is history. Get so Lamar Hunt has, you know, well, he's, he's passed away, but um, he has ties to Dallas, and he started Major League Soccer. Like, he just started it from scratch. Like, he was one of the founders of Major League Soccer. So yeah. wow. um, he owned Columbus and Kansas City for a while, but then once Major League Soccer started to get a little bit bigger um, and they were like, you can't own two teams – then he decided to own FC Dallas, you know, because that's where his family's from. So that's the connection there. And it was pretty cool because uh, the owner of, you know, I, I, you know, he, he was my boss, you know, I got to, got to know him and super, super nice guy and really passionate. So it's, it's a shame I don't work for FC Dallas, you know, because I would have loved to, it'd be a fun rivalry. You know what I mean? Uh, Bills Bills and Chiefs, who would have thought? I saw a stat too. Do you know this happens every 27 years?
1: oh so last time we we had to beat baltimore to get into the afc
0: no the chiefs we played the chiefs in the afc championship game 27 years ago and 27 years before that how crazy is that really yeah to go to super bowl one wow. it was to play the we had to play the kansas city chiefs the bills were almost in super bowl one yeah <laughs> that's pretty wild right I love it. Yeah. But I love it, the history. It, it was, but I was, what I was, I, that was a crazy detour. We like, just, but I was going to say, it's cool being in right. Dallas, being known as the Buffalo guy. And it's not like, you know, we're the Giants or it's not like we're the Steelers where we've been there or, you know, yeah. it's easy to be a bandwagon fan. Um, yeah. You know, we're so innocent. And like the fundraising that Bill's Mafia does and, you know, being a part of it is just, I think it's contagious. And people, you know we were at we were at uh in texas is a lot more wide open <laughs> than, than new york yeah. is so we yeah. can actually go out and watch the games in public um at the the bar that we were at you know they still social distance and everything but you know we had you know 10 of us at a table watching the game and uh we me and jenny were the only ones from buffalo but the entire table was rooting for the bills <laughs> because they just yeah. it's it's So genuine our excitement, you know. So it's it's pretty cool to it's pretty cool to to be that and having them go as far as we have. And God bless Josh Allen. God bless Josh Allen. I (laughs) mean,
1: I say oh my Josh now, like oh instead of oh my gosh (laughs) oh my Josh. I mean, it's again, man. It's it's just again the culture, just the believing part, the believing aspect, just the yeah, and then the community, just like the love and support has just been on full display you know for everybody to see in the country to see and, and hopefully you know and, and i think you know i think we have the team to to do it you know, well I you asked we, me have-
0: you asked me earlier um you know when's the next time i'm going to be in buffalo i forgot to mention that if the bills do go to the super bowl we are definitely driving home for that i would rather be <laughs> i would even if even if it was normal and like you gave me two free tickets to, well maybe not free but i would rather be in buffalo witnessing the people and the riots and the not riots but like the party in the streets as opposed to like being in tampa bay for it you know i just i want to be with the people i had season tickets with you know my mom and my friends and everyone i just you know what i mean like that so it's, if if they somehow not somehow if they if they do it we're getting in our car we're hightailing it to buffalo because i would definitely want to be there for that yeah. that'll be that'll be freaking There's something
1: call, dude. we'll get together
0: brother for oh, sure hell yeah. get some
1: duff chicken wings we'll get some wings and
0: uh i like that you said duffs good call good call brother <laughs> well listen it's been over an hour man i mean do you have anything else that we didn't cover or like any last message that you want to throw out i mean what you've done is crazy inspiring and i know it's not easy to talk about some of the things that you've been through. So I appreciate your, your openness and um, yeah. Yeah. let it rip man. Anything that we didn't cover or anything that you'd like to add to any of the things that you're doing?
1: No brother. I gotta, I gotta thank you, man, dude. You're the, you're the best. Honestly, I, you know, I appreciate when, you know, we, we spoke, you know, a few weeks ago and talked about this, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm truly thankful, you know, for people like you, you know, to, to, you know, be doing what you're doing. And again, continuing to just, you know, fight the good fights, you know, to continue to inspire people and, and, uh, do what you're doing. So, I mean, this opportunity is just, has been great. Um, you know, I, I don't know, it's, it's been, it's been a long road, you know? And I think, you know, ultimately for me, if I had anything to say, it's just, you know, you know, keep swinging or keep running, keep biking, keep doing what you, you know, what drives you to keep going, you know, because, you know, COVID was, whether it brought the worst out of people or the best out of people, you know, COVID was a tough time, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the mental health side too. Um, you know, pulled it put the mental health kind of perspective and, and how tough sometimes it is, you know, for people to, to deal with isolation and depression and stuff like that. So for me, being a veteran advocate, you know, being able to talk about how, you know, sports and, and, and being active and staying active helps in that, um, is is awesome It's just ultimately just you know the goal and i'll continue to do it you know you can you know follow me on facebook you know i'm on facebook on instagram um you know definitely uh, our western PJ section would love to see the support you know obviously we'll be we'll be launching that marathon uh hopefully tomorrow tomorrow's going to be the big news we'll we'll be doing it because i think I, I think this year should be pretty good or at least they'll have a better kind of way of you know, spacing out the run throughout the day to make sure the Buffalo marathon happens this year. We'd love to have you. And I don't want to put you on the spot either, but may, uh, may 30th, you know, oh, I'm, in. Uh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, <laughs> you don't have to
0: pull my way. I'll be there. I'll be there. I was going to go home for it this year, but you know, and I love so you, the dude, other thing guys. I was going to tell you too, or ask you is where can people drop off cans if they want to support the cause?
1: So our, our cans locally and in, in Buffalo are um, are located right at the can redemption centers um, in Buffalo. I think there's one in Kenmore, um, Tottawa. There's one on Sheridan Egger. There's one on Brighton and Colvin. There's one on Sweet Home and North French, and then in Cheektowaga there's more. So there the can redemption. If you if you bring your cans, uh, drop them off there. If you wanted to, just let them know that your donation or your cans today will want to be donated to the PGA Reach. Uh, foundation it's already in their system and if you're close to the to the East Amherst area where Glen Oaks is we have a trailer and a drop in right there right in front um, of the course Uh, you can bring your cotton cans uh, anytime you want day or night and we'll we'll put them away and then as soon as we get a full load we'll be bringing them right to the can redemption place so
0: and the same so thing goes break- for um, your front window too, right? Or if, if they can't make it over there, yeah, they right, just throw in right? the front window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've had my I you know, it's funny because I'm like, I, I gotta get a truck, I need a truck. And when I first started doing the cans, um, you know, I was making I was making trips myself, you know, pretty much, you know, two, three times a a week in a in a Chevy Equinox, okay, with my with my daughter's car seat in the back, so that has to come in the front seat. I'd fold the seats down. I'd roll out the plastic tarps and get as many bags as I can. So the drives there, I don't miss, you know, smelling the, the, the fermented stale beer, you know. So now that we have, you know, now that we have our trailer right on right on site there, you know, through a friend, uh, a good buddy of mine who, who owns uh, ARCA, uh, uh, good buddy, Greg Shoemaker, a huge supporter of our program, you know, he had a trailer heard about our program and said, Hey, I got a a 40 foot trailer. If you guys need, just put it over there and collect the cans and, and we'll truck it back and forth for you. So, you know, we're, we're really, you know, really starting to, you know, build some good momentum around uh, around what we're doing our cause and and for our veterans, you
0: know, that's amazing, man. Well, I'm really proud of everything you've done seriously. Thanks for taking the time to come on here. And as always um, for anyone listening to this, all the links to everything he's got going on, Uh, I'll drop in the description and the podcast. So uh, if you want to support or learn more about it um, or, you know, I'm definitely going to start a petition to have him come down here for the flag football tournament. If you want to throw your name on there, you know, Um, (laughs) no, seriously though, man, I appreciate it, brother. Love you. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch. All right. Love you, man. God bless brother. Thank you you too. Another show in the books. I'm kind of liking this regularity. Um, So, yeah, if you haven't noticed, we're going to start doing shows on a regular basis every Wednesday, 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. That's Texas time. So I hope you enjoyed it. Inspiring stuff, as usual. He's such a good guy. And uh, I'm going to have all the links in... The show notes so you can take a look and see and follow his uh his, his really cool journey and see where he winds up and uh, you know continues to grow so next week we have a guy who has run a record time from this northernmost part of new jersey to the southernmost part of new jersey his name is cole crosby and he's a very very good runner i gotta learn more adjectives i say really and very a lot but anyway Looking forward to it. He's a great guy, and you're going to really enjoy the discussion. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.